Welcome to the Inspire Ladies Podcast, where through the mess, with all of the stress, we are completely blessed. No matter where you're at in your journey, if you're a seasoned Christian or still discovering the journey that God has set for you, we encourage you to take a listen. We are your hosts, Ashley Ebert and Kyla Vincent. Grab your coffee or your sweet tea and let's see what the Lord has for us today. Hello, ladies. Hi, how's it going? Welcome and Merry Christmas. We yes. are so excited to be here. We this love it. is probably one of our favorite places to be. Yes. Um, not behind a microphone, but just like talking to you guys. Yeah, it's super fun. Yes. And talking to just our, just building a fellowship. Yes. Through this community of podcasting and, and the people that we meet for the purpose of this podcast and things for that sure. we learn for it. It's just such an incredible opportunity. We love these journey of life that it's God has blessed us with. Yes. So today we are a week away from Christmas. Ah, hallelujah. And uh, I wanted, we were going to just share a fun, few fun little things about ourselves for Christmas. So yeah. Ash, what is something during this season that you just absolutely love and that brings you utter joy? Um, well, it was about me all the time and I liked getting presents for me, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, growing in my faith and like having my kids and it's like, I love to see the joy on their faces when they go see Christmas lights or like mm. get to drink hot cocoa and make it with mommy or, you know, do all those Christmas cookies. But you know, we do the healthy version, but they still love it. So that's awesome. Or like, you know, just spending time together as a family and being able to like have those times where we could talk about Jesus on a daily, you know, because our family is um, into sports. I think I've mentioned that before. So it's hard to like have time, all of us at one spot together. So yeah. I love the fact that like when Christmas hits, like nobody has anything going on because mm. everybody's spending time with their families. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I love. What do you love? I, I definitely love spending time with my family for sure. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I work full time and I'm a full time mom and I do so many million other little things. Yes. So our lives and our schedules are busy and crazy as all moms are. And yeah. so it's so nice to just spend time with your kids and to see their joy yeah. of just spending time with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you something. I don't tell think me. I told you this yet. And I might cry. Um, <laughs> first time crying on a podcast video. Um, That's okay. So I am always very busy. Yes. And I put a lot of pride. And I, I hope it's healthy pride. And just taking care of my home and my kids. Mm -hmm. And making sure everything's done. You know, food's on the table, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, my son recognizes that. And Aww. he recognizes that... He doesn't get a lot of quality snuggle, cuddle, um, just one-on-one -on -one time with us. Right. And so I told him, hey, bud, this is your last day of school. And the next two weeks, mommy's going to have 10 days with you. Mm. Are you excited? And he started to cry. Aww. He's like, I just am so excited to spend time with you, mommy. I just miss you and love you so much. Aww. And I started to cry. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's all my kid wants. That's all my kids want. It's just like that quality time of just 
being present, like mentally, <laughs> not just physically present, but right. mentally present with my right. kids. And I'll tell you what, this last weekend, just the first start of it has been such a huge blessing because we've been able to just take a breath yeah, and spend that quality time with him. That's so meaningful. And he misses his daddy. So being able to see his dad, oh my gosh, has just been such a huge blessing. It's so crazy that you say that because like when you're in the midst of it, like work and then coming home and having to do dishes and make dinner and do all the things, you know, yeah. you, you forget like kids need quality time yeah. and your quality is not defined by the dishes that you clean or the meals that you make, but the time that you actually spend together. And so yesterday it was really fun because it was Sunday and the kids finally didn't have any sports. Mm. And so, um, I was like, what can we do? And we had gone to Hobby Lobby, which <laughs> is a store that we love. And, uh, Amen. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I, loved puzzles when I was a kid but like we're just so busy I don't even think about those things and I'm so like grateful for you and the fact that like you bring me back to humble I guess because you're like hey why don't you do a puzzle together and I'm like hmm, okay so I pulled out the puzzle and it was one of those giant floor puzzles and it was a nativity scene and the boys loved putting it together and it was just quality time. And then they wanted to play Play-Doh. So they were like, mommy, we play Play-Doh. And I was like, mommy did the puzzle, but I have to clean a little bit of the kitchen. So it's not chaos for when I start dinner. And I was like, Hey, what if you guys built the nativity scene that we took from the puzzle and did it out of Play-Doh? And so they did. And it was so cute because you know, they don't know how to make people. It <laughs> I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's Joseph's cane. And I was like, oh, okay. Because to me, it looked like Frosty's snowman. I don't know. Um, but it was just so fun. And then my oldest was like, mom, take a picture of this. Because he wrote, I love God. And he spelled love L-O-V. And then the G was a little cuckoo because they did it out of Play-Doh. But it was so cute. And it was just like, you know, it's so nice to be able to like have that time with them that they're not like here we have to go here and here we have to go there and mommy feels like a chauffeur you know yeah. it was like quality time and they all got along and it wasn't like you know it was just nice it was wonderful I found the joy in that situation it was amazing that's awesome mm -hmm. I love that I love finding a little joy in things yeah because joy can be fleeting sometimes yeah so it's nice to bring it back to the permanent joy yep and why we do things in our crazy, wonderful chaos. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And God tells us to have joy because he gave it to us. It says mm -hmm. it in, uh, please hold, I had it. And you know how things roll around here. <laughs> so while she's looking that up, I wanted to tell you, joy actually appears in the Bible 165 times in the King James Version. And it appears 182 times in the New American Standard Bible and then 218 times in the NIV, which is very fascinating. So it's amazing with it being mentioned that many, how that many times, mm. what did you find in John 15, 11, it says these things I have spoken to you that my joy may re remain in you and that your joy may be full. Mm. So I thought that was really cool because he sent the Holy spirit to bring us joy. It's probably, I mean, it's not probably it's in, you know, the fruit of the spirit mm -hmm. is joy. So you forget that sometimes when you're in it and you're like, okay, well, today I can't find the joy. Because <laughs> everything is crazy, chaotic, like 
I can't, you know, mm-hmm. but you just got to stop and just be like, okay, no, I'm not going to let Satan win this time. I'm not going to let him make me go crazy because everything in my life right now is not okay. Hmm. But I am going to seek the joy in the little moments that mean something. Yeah. Because God gives us those gifts. And that is one of the gifts that he gives us is joy. Yep. So when you're uh, giving out presents this year, don't be a Grinch. Spread the joy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Allow your heart to grow three times its normal size. For sure. For sure. (laughs) And God will give it to you if you ask him. Yes, that's very true. And that's why it's so important to understand joy is the fruit of the spirit yeah is to allow the holy spirit to use those fruits of the spirit that after receiving salvation he uses within you yeah you just have to utilize those tools that he's given you after salvation i think a lot of it is like people are in rushes Mm. you know have to get to the next thing have to get to the next appointment the next yeah sport activity i forgot to do this or i forgot to do that oh my mom brain kicked in well no you're just letting life eat you yes it's like swallowing you whole because you're like i have this to do i have this family member to buy a gift for i have you know my house needs to be clean all these things and i honestly telling you this because i need to do it sometimes i'm not gonna lie because of all the things that i do with my kids that just stopping and realizing finding joy and like slowing down yes yeah It's all about slowing down and understanding what joy really is. And if you don't know what joy is, ask God for the wisdom to bring you joy. And in James 1, 2 through 4, and Ash and I just did a really in-depth study of James. Yes, we did. Highly recommend that. Micah Maddox. Yes, it was amazing. And so it says in James 1, 2 through 4, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Yes, I love that. Yeah, we were, what was that book called? I think that's part of the verse. And then it says, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Okay, so uh, we did that study, and I just want to kind of promote it because I love Micah Maddox. Like, she is. She's really great with her words. Yes, and it's all about, like, situations that you have to go through because life throws stuff at you mm-hmm. but and she's always seeing god in all those situations and she's so incredible to listen to i just love her so the book that we just went through <laughs> it's called james <laughs> and uh it's called tired tested torn and full of faith and it was amazing like yeah. literally i i really think that we just needed to read that so we could find the joy yes because James is so good. I didn't even know that book was so good. I know. It's a very short book, too. It's a really great book to dive into for just two months. Because mm. I think that's all it took us. We were so involved in that study. Mm. We went through it so quickly. So quick. It was so good. It was. And it's nice because James just like throws it at you like bluntly. Like, this is what you need to do. Yes. Exactly. I love that. And in, let's see, there's another thing of joy. I found so many different like little blurbs and verses that we just we absolutely loved. So one of them is John fifteen ten through 12. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love just as I kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. This is my commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. He's so amazing. Yes. 
That is so good. So, so, so good. I love John. That might have to be another study that I do at some point. It's like a real deep dive into Let's John. be real. We need to do all of the studies. <laughs> yes. I know. I, I want to do it all. I know. <laughs> I think we have, I know for myself, I have five books that I still need to go through that I'm like, oh, I want to do this one and this one and this one. And I have to tell you, I was not a reader. I was very much audible mm. because I don't have time to sit there and read a book. But through growing my faith, it is like I need to sit down and read the book because I need to find the joy in sitting and relaxing. And this girl right here, she has a lot of books. She loves to read. I really do. You love to read. And I think love it's it. like washed a little bit on me because now I like to read too. Definitely getting into a Bible study through a small group or yeah. just being active in a small group and being active through fellowship in your church it can really kickstart that passion for you. It really can. And reading the Bible and reading your book, it can really kind of tie everything together. Yeah. Now I'm more of an extrovert and I feel like if you're an introvert and you don't want to do a small group, I don't understand that. But <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> but I do know that it's hard to find a small group if you're not looking um, mm -hmm. but just, you know, go to your church and say, Hey, I want to be a part of a small group because mm -hmm. that alone will bring you joy because you're finding more in Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, you're trying to seek, you're trying to, um, just get more wisdom. That was what I needed to do. Yeah. Cause I thought it was like, eh, I'm good. But realistically I was not. Yeah. You know? And so the small group, that we did was amazing. And the small group that we continue to do through this podcast, I feel like it's like a little bit of a small group, mm -hmm. you know? I agree. And uh, I'm finding the joy in it and the blessings in it. And you will too. So something that um, I think people can understand um, is you don't have to find one small group and be like, oh, this is it. First yeah. time's the charm. It's not. I went through... Oh my goodness. So many different small groups mm -hmm. and I still haven't, I, I found an incredible community with some of the moms and it's helped me grow a relationship with them all almost individually mm, yes. to get them know them all just a little bit more. And even if it's just Ash and I, a lot of the times for a Bible study time, um, uh, it's still allowed me to really almost like grow my wings more yeah. in our church. For sure. I feel more connected. I feel less lonely. Mm. Um, it's definitely pulled me out of my depression a lot. Yeah. So uh, definitely give yourself some grace. If you're still trying to connect to your church, um, it just, and don't just forget give it a like, shot. Yeah. I feel like we shouldn't forget that, you know, some ladies are, whoever have um, been through churches where they can't trust people because mm -hmm. of, you know, other people's uh, sin nature of gossip. Mm -hmm. But just remember, like, even if two people are gossiping, there, there might be like five people praying for you. So don't, yes. you know, feel like you're too scared to share or you're too scared to start a small group or be in a small group or, you know, there's yeah. always ladies that are willing to pray for you. I promise you. Yes. And through reading your Bible, you'll find more joy in God because something I discovered this year mm -hmm. is it's not 
people don't make your church experience. Mm-hmm. Your relationship with God and your growth in him will make your church experience. Yes. So definitely focus on your Bible and being active with him on a consistent basis and helping, allowing yourself to be vulnerable with God and be like, hey, I need to learn through this. Help me, help me, help me. Hold my hand through it. And God will allow those things to fall into place how they need to for you at that time. God's not just going to throw you into a situation and be like, peace out. Good luck. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like God will always give you a tribe that you need to stick with. Yes. You need to find that tribe. And if it's not the first one, second one, third one, it might be the fourth one, but don't give up because God has a plan for you, whether or not it is the first time you're in a small group or if it takes a couple of small groups for you to find which one is your tribe. There are people that may not necessarily be like you, but understand you because they've gone through similar situations or you know, they're different, but they're willing to pray for you. Yeah. So just find your tribe. Yep. Find your tribe. For sure. Ash, let's get into a story from each of us. Let's say, what is a story of your life? How Mm. did you phrase it? Finding joy after Jesus. I found some joy. Okay. So for me, um, growing up, I was very, okay. How can I put this? Like logistically, I was materialistic. Materialistic, prideful. So yeah, like during, I didn't have Jesus in my heart until I was 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. So growing up, whenever my mom would ask us, hey, what do you want for Christmas? You tell her and she'd be like, well, I don't know. We'll see if we can do that. Okay. And every year it's under the tree. Okay. So I'm like, okay. Kind of Um, expected it. Yeah. So this is happening every year. It's not like once every few years. It was like every year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Enter in the time when you're supposed to get a car is what? 16 years old. Yep. Okay. So my mom said, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, I want a car. She was like, okay. And I'm like, no, seriously, I want a car. I'm like, okay, we'll see if we can get that for you. What does that mean to me? It's going to be there. So here's Christmas morning. I'm 16 years old and I'm like, okay. Where's my car? I go downstairs. I'm like, hey, everybody, Merry Christmas. And I look out the window. Nothing's there. Okay. I'm like, well, maybe they stuck it in the garage, you know, with a big old bow on it. Right? Go out in the garage. Nothing's there. I'm like, okay. Open the garage. Maybe it's in the driveway. I just didn't see it. You know, nothing's Mm -hmm. there. So I go in with a very, very grinchy attitude. And I'm like, hey, where's my car? They're like, we didn't get you a car. And I'm like, but you always said, we'll see. And presents just are there of what we want. And there's no car out there. And they're like, we didn't give you a car. Okay, so enter in like big crocodile tears that I didn't get my car. Like total selfish brat, you know. Mm-hmm. So I made it a, not a good Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and so I do get emotional during the holidays. I don't know why I do. Maybe it's just years of just, I don't know. Um, But it's in different ways. Like, Mm -hmm. I cry now because my kids bring me joy. I've always wanted children, you know? Mm -hmm. So now my kids bring me the joy. I cry because, you know, I want to see the goodness in people. And sometimes they don't want to bring it. They want to bring the negativity. And that's hard, you know, especially when you're around family. Um. But I do now try to find the joy in all things because I know that God brings me the joy 
and not materialistic things. Like I was finding happiness in the things that I was getting, but I wasn't finding true joy that God provides me because whether or not I got that car, I shouldn't have been prideful and throwing a fit, Mm. you know, but like you always hear that term, like no offense to the youngins, but you're young and dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And when you get older, you get wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I chalk it up to like, God gave me the wisdom to bring joy in all situations Mm -hmm. instead of just trying to find happiness in that moment. What do you got there, lady? I feel like I am still attempting to understand joy. Okay. I, um, it has been a very interesting year for my mental health and I've refused to allow myself to think that I am depressed Mm. or I struggle with depression or I struggle with mental health. And so attempting to build my foundation with Christ and understanding what his joy is for my life. Therefore Mm. then becoming my joy for my life. It's definitely been a journey for sure, but I am finding joy through my depression and through my mental health, um, journey. And there's this book I've been reading and she talks a lot about joy and how it's okay to not be okay. Yes, I think yeah. that's w- what a lot of us struggle with um, when it comes to feeling depressed or down or whatever you're going through. You know, we all have trials that we go through. Sure. And I think we all expect, based off of what we see on TV or see on social media, we automatically expect ourselves to be like, oh, I'm not supposed to feel this way. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be doing it this way. I should be perfect all the time and not have emotions. I should do it. You know, just the expectation is so much different than what it biblically should be. Sure. Because even Jesus went through trials. Yep. Um, Jesus lost Lazarus and he mourned for that death. And there was sadness in that. Um, You know, Jesus fought with Satan. I'm sure that was a lot. 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. Like that's intense. Mm hmm. And so it's okay to not be okay. Right. Christ is the reason that we are going to be okay in the end. Mm. Because everything here on earth is temporary. Like you're talking about materialistic things. Like, you know, when when you go through depression and you're pretty much eating your feelings. Yes. (laughs) Like it, you know, that's, that's your temporary happiness. Right. But through understanding that Christ is my happiness. He is my, he's my joy, not just my happiness. He gives me happiness in moments, but leaning more towards him. Like it just, it transforms you. I think I'm having a hard time still describing it. (laughs) No, I get it. I think for when you were just talking like that, I'm like light bulb. Remember when he was in the garden? Mm hmm. Right before he was about to go on the cross, he, you know, mourned and cried and asked God, like, are you, I mean, basically, are you sure this is what you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I'm going to do he it. questioned God for a moment. Right. But at the end, and through the whole Bible, God has promises. Mm-hmm. Right? So even, thankful, not even, thankfully, Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, like, we're able to have the promise as long as we repent and seek Jesus as our Savior. Mm-hmm. Like we know God is our savior, right? So through God's promise, we will be 
in eternity forever with God and Jesus, you know? So I think when we think about that, it would bring us joy, right? Yeah. And I know that, you know, Satan tries to attack us and say, you know, it's okay to be in depression, you know, or it's not okay to be in depression. Like, whatever you're going through, I feel like try as much as you can to not think about how you feel in a situation, but how you can bring joy to others. Because when you deter the focus from yourself Mm -hmm. onto others and how you can bring them joy, God will give you joy, you know? So just think about that. I know that it's hard because I've been through depression myself. And when you're in it, you are in it. And it's hard to see joy in situations. Yeah. But you just got to push yourself in a direction where you're, goal is to serve God, Mm -hmm. you know, and your goal is to bring joy to others because God is giving you that joy on a daily basis by dying on the cross for your sins. He gave it to you through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So just seek that out. And the book that I've been reading talks a lot about that. And she talks about how to focus your eyes on Christ and what Christ wants for you rather than what we want for us. Yeah. So, um, what is it? Sheila, Sheila Walsh is the name of the author. Nice. And it's, the book is It's Okay Not to Be Okay. And I highly recommend that book if, you know, you're going through just a deep mental state. Yeah. You know, and you're kind of feeling stuck and you're feeling like you're the only one who deals with it. You're not. You know, we all deal with those moments and we kind of get stuck in our sin and stuck in what Satan whispers in our ears. But that definitely has helped me cry through it. Yeah. And heal through crying through it. And I'm just thankful for the tribe that I've searched for and the tribe that um, I've built through this year. I feel like I went through this journey Mm. at the right time. God allowed this to happen at the right time when I had a tribe to fall back on. I had a best friend to work through it with. I had an extremely supportive husband um, who was in a point in his life also where he he's seen victories in his depression and his fears and anxieties because he right. went through it a lot last year. So I feel like God built us in the right point of our lives. Right, because you need your tribe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I definitely am finding joy through all of that. And I think now that I'm starting to understand it more yeah. in this season specifically, mm. I'm able to feel more joy by being around those who have helped me through it. Yes. So it's, it's just been incredible. I'm incredibly grateful and thankful for sure. Well, ladies, I, I don't think there's anything else I wanted to add. Just remember the reason for the season. Seek joy in the journey. I like like that. (laughs) That'll be the name of this podcast. Yes. Joy of the journey. Um, Yeah. Just seek joy. And if you don't know what it looks like, read, read your Bible, girl, read your Bible. That's what we always tell each other all the time. time. And it's even written in my Bible. Like when we were talking about Luke and the great commission, it was like, read your Bible (laughs) in my Bible. Yes. It's awesome. So So we're just grateful and thankful again for this opportunity. Um, Next podcast we're doing is like a full year of podcasting for us. Yes. 
recap almost. Yeah, I'm super Stroll down memory lane. So can't wait to see you guys there. Have an awesome day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.